Friday and you're listening to TGIF, the podcast that brings you all the hilarious conversations about your favourite or not so favourite horror movies. I'm your host Kat and this week I am joined by Kat and Jazz from the podcast Girl That's Scary. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hey! Hey. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited. Um, So before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Okay, well, hi guys. Hi out there. Um, We are an Mm -hmm. American-based, East Coast American-based horror podcast hosted by two dope Black women, I, Jazz, and before y'all's connoisseur and Cat Daddy. Um, We talk about horror, sci-fi, and all things like in between, like series, movies, um, even like horror anime and things like that. Sometimes we throw a subgenre at you and we discuss a bunch of movies that fall under that Mm subgenre to give you recommendations. Sometimes we do entire series like Nightmare on Elm Street, Child play pulse you know or sometimes we actually do a single movie review sometimes so it's kind of like a mixed bag of everything and we have you know um spoiler free short reviews on instagram and stuff like that lots of fun horror stuff so if you're into you know people chatting about horror like they know the characters and they actually you know went to high school with them and stuff and you know they're telling their <laughs> business then yeah pull up on us at girl that's scary on instagram twitter you know we're on itunes and spotify and all that fun stuff so pull up on us yes please pull up <laughs> yes support because i am um... <laughs> I do watch your Instagram reviews because they are spoiler free. And then that's where I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch that. And I can't remember what movie it was recently. I think it was the Creepshow animated one. Yes. Yeah. And I really liked that. The, um, cause there was a couple segments in that, wasn't there? Yeah. I think it was, was it two? Yeah, so, I think so. Mm-hmm. So that was the, uh, what is that? The one that came out around Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one was really good. I, yeah. I really like that one. Especially yeah. that last story. Yeah, the zombie circus one. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Dead, which is interesting because there's a movie called Circus of the Dead that's not nearly as good. And <laughs> do not watch it ever. Yeah, that is, no. uh, that's a, I don't think I'll watch that. <laughs> you right. don't need to. It's okay. <laughs> Animated zombies are fine, but uh, real, no, mm, mm, zombie movies and me are not friends. Okay, we oh cat loves zombie movies. I too love zombie movies. Um, they're a good time, but I also you know am a sicko and I like to see people get eaten alive. So cannibalism, (laughs) cannibalism's fine, but if it's like the living dead, that I can't watch it. I just can't Uh, do it. Well, the Circus of the Dead movie that we had mentioned for you to not watch is not a zombie movie. So if you ever see it, it's got clowns on the front. It's not, no, you're going to be a little bit upset. <laughs> we did that so you would not have to go through that. I paid that. money, paid money to watch it. That, yeah. That's what's so upsetting. It's not like, ooh, you clicked on some random Amazon Prime movie for free. You know, it's just like, you know, a, a poopery box so you're just pulling bullshit out because right. Amazon has some random low-budget films. And oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they do. But, you know, this one was like, no, you paid and selected this film because people were like, yeah, and then you watch it and it's like, what in the fuck? Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But, you know, some people really like it, and I guess it's a very mean movie, very brutal. Um, and some people are just really into very mean horror. And I like mean movies, but the plot needs to be something, the lines, the quality. Some of the scenes are not even like in focus. Like <laughs> what? Right. Oh. I, it, it's very poor quality, and I didn't like that. I saw a lot of you know on camera sexual assault. That I don't like that. I don't. Like yeah. It. it was trying yeah, to be offensive right. on purpose, and and not like, and I, it sounds really weird, like and not in like a ooh way, like you know some movies you watch, you're like, all right, this was what I was like. Mm, this is enough. I don't um, get why that's here. <laughs> yeah, like this, you're trying to do this on purpose, like on purpose, on purpose, and I needed to stop. So, you know, there was a feature his or her own. Yeah, there was a film that I watched recently. Um, I can't remember. It's by the same director as A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, mm. I like um, that movie. 
Yeah, I'm trying, because it's actually a really good, uh, The Bad Batch. I haven't seen that. I have not seen that, but I'm writing that down right now. It's really <laughs> good. It's kind of mm. like a dystopian style. It's kind of like more like a thriller, but it is super brutal, but it's kind of like, oh, I get why you did that. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. I loved it. And I think um, Jason Momoa is in it. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. And um, uh, Suki Waterhouse. Mm-hmm. She was in, I don't, I don't know much else what she was in. But I just remember her in that. Oh, she was in Assassination Nation. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm. It's really cool as I well. But that sounds fun. Yeah, The Bad Batch was good. I enjoyed that. Oh, I am a puddle of sweat right now, everyone. Oh. <laughs> take your time, take your time. Okay. Um, so do you want to give us an introduction into the movie that you've chosen to talk about for this episode? Sure. Um, we pulled up with Suspiria 1977. Um, yes. directed by Dario Argento, who's also directed like Deep Red, Inferno, like um, I, be- I believe it's Tenebre, um, mm-hmm. Cat-, Cat of Nine Tales, like Giallo, Giallo films. Um, yes. Lots of murder mystery, bright red blood, gloves, kinds of sh- kind of shit. He's still kicking it with us. Um, so like the Animal <laughs> Trilogy, Three Mothers Trilogy. Um, good. It's a great movie. It's on Tubi for free, y'all. Yes. Oh, okay. Tubi for free. So if you're in the States, um, there's an app called Tubi. There's um, commercials. But I mean, for the cost of free 99, I will watch a few commercials. Okay? Right. Um, that's how TV used to be anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Tubi is in Australia, yeah. but we just can't. Okay, great. We can't have a like a subscription to get rid of the ads or anything like that because it doesn't accept our credit cards. Ah, um, okay. So but I just deal with the ads. Yeah, me too. That's all good. Yeah. yeah, it's still good. But yeah, this movie is definitely a very colorful, um, it's a colorful just treat. It's beautiful to look at. Yeah. Um, the dubbing is a little jarring, but that's, if you're just a dollar <laughs> film, then I mean, you're just, that, it, that's, it comes with the territory. Because uh, not too long ago on our uh, Patreon, we talked about Demons by um, Lamberto Baba, which is the same kind of dubbing situation, <laughs> which is shaky. <laughs> So, it, but the movie is fun. So it's some blood, it's witches. If you like that Bruhira, uh, definitely okay. pull up on that because I like a good witch story. And the witch at the end of this is actually fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, Helena Marcos is, Big Marcos, that's what I'm gonna call her from now on, Big Marcos. <laughs> she is scary as shit. Her voice mm-hmm. is so creepy. And they, don't, they only give you a like sliver of her. You only see like her outline and shit until the end. So it's really great. Please watch it because we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Okay? Yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're that's in spoiler what we're territory. Doing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, should we give a spoiler free like review? Um, if you want to. Okay. Quick. Let's quick do that. Yeah. Yeah. Quick spoiler free. Just in case, just to see if you really want to get into it. So home, a homegirl from America pulls up on a school in Germany, and she's trying to do dance. But the school um, may or may not be run by people who have sinister, uh, sinister motives of what okay. they're doing. Um, and then people die um, when they find out certain secrets. So it's kind of like a murder mystery situation. That's it. That's all you need to know going into it. Pull up. <laughs> Go watch it. Don't watch the remake yet. Watch this one first. I haven't watched the remake yeah. yet either, so. I haven't either. I've been meaning I have. to. <laughs> hmm. um, it's not terrible, um, but it's not as enjoyable to watch to me as yeah. the original, mainly because of the music and because the, the music is by uh, this band called Goblin, the Goblins, I don't know. They Goblin, had, yeah. The music is insane. And then all, all you hear is, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like okay, Wait, what? <laughs> like the music is great. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it because I think they went on to become a metal band afterwards. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I read somewhere that they became like quite popular after the release of this movie. Ooh, I can see why. 
Yeah. I see why that music was rocking. And they made the music apparently before the film was even shot. So they oh, wow. they, they was like, you know what? We got the idea. Here you go. And I was like, wow, y'all are geniuses. Amazing. <laughs> That's so uh, cool. I really yeah. um yeah, everything about this film is just very um aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yes. Very. The outfits, the colors, even the strange like when you go into people's rooms or you look around the building, everything is so like very artsy and like there's prints, wallpapers, lamps and decorations, especially for people who are supposed to be students, um, who yeah. I would assume don't make a lot of money, but they have on outfits, hairdos, their makeup is on, like they have on looks, like everything looks good um, yeah. in the film. So definitely something nice to look at or also something if you're having like a cool party i know that um i may be a weirdo but if i'm having a cool party i like to put horror films on the background on mute um it's a good idea yeah and this is a fun one to put on mute in the background yeah um, yeah even did you um did you watch it with english dub or with subtitles english dub i have not seen the one with subtitles i feel oh. like i would have preferred subtitles Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I watched. Okay. Three ways. Yeah. Okay, and I prefer subtitles. Yeah. I want to see because yeah. it probably the dubbing would be not existent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I prefer to like hear that person's voice and hear their emotion and their inflection rather than an English dub that's just really terribly done. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of the like giallo films that we see, I can't speak for everybody, but for Jazz and I, Jazz, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, most of them are like, all of them have the terrible dubbing, <laughs> and we can't really find the versions with um, with just like you know the rebel subtitles. Like Jazz said, I would prefer to actually see that. I thoroughly enjoy reading um, the yeah. subtitles. Um, so, but the dubbing is just, it's just really interesting. Like some people are maybe speaking English. I don't know. It's fun though. Yeah. I recently watched a, maybe 15 minutes of a German TV show with English dubs. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't watch this. I can watch this because Germans speak so different in every way. And you just can't get the same emotion in an English dub with that. It's, it was it was a terrible dub. So if you're ever going to watch Barbarians on Netflix, uh, watch it with subtitles. Don't watch the English dub. It's horrible. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely, if I check any of those things out, I watch, like I said, subtitles always. Yeah. Also, I can't yeah. hear that though. So I kind of need the subtitles. So I'm like, <laughs> what would they say? <laughs> yeah, I take a, I have like processing, audio processing problems sometimes. And so it takes me a while for my brain to catch up to what I've heard. And I'm just like, uh, I have to rewind that. And so now I just put subtitles for everything and it's so much easier. Exactly. Like, I'm just like, why? Well, I, I hear their mouth moving and they're saying words, but yeah. <laughs> some of these sounds are not being enunciated and I cannot tell what they're saying. So I'm just like, no, let me read this because my, my eyes will not, my ears will fail me, but my eyes will not. Yeah. And if you're watching uh, like British TV shows, sometimes they use words I don't know. So when I attempt to hear it, I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> that wasn't a word. <laughs> that was not a word. I completely understand. Yeah. And I mean, like Australians say things really odd, but sometimes British words are just like, no, that's, that is not even English. <laughs> <laughs> you guys invented English. <laughs> I just think it's really, honestly, I think everybody's um, different, like, cho word choices and dialect are, is very interesting. Yeah. Um, but I definitely understand, especially when what I, one of my, one of my pet peeves, not favorite pet peeves, because that's weird. Um, but one thing is, like, when you have the dubbing on or the closed caption on and the closed caption is saying something completely different from what the person's saying, and I'm like, that's, that's not what they said. That's not <laughs> I'm like, now my ears aren't that bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what's that? This is out of control. You didn't even try. <laughs> you didn't even try. Mm. They, sometimes they <laughs> don't. It's a good time. Sometimes they just be labeling stuff. 
Sometimes it will just say cries in Spanish. I'm like, how does one cry in Spanish? Right. Like, what? Send help. Uh-uh. I don't get it. <laughs> Always confused. Uh, I could just imagine, like, captions for me would be, like, cries in Australian. Like, it sounds the same. Cries in Chinese. Cries in American. It's all... Uh, dubbing's weird. They're crying. They're just good. Yeah, like, it's a cry. It is a noise. It is not... <laughs> not a dialect. But, you know, hey, man. <laughs> they don't put anything. Just the way they label music is also fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Look, I don't make the subtitle rules. I just follow them. <laughs> I just point out the funny stuff. That is all. <laughs> I wonder if there's like, if you, you're a linguist to do that kind of stuff. I don't know. That's a good question. Or like an interpreter or, I don't, I don't know. They might, they might have someone who actually has the script. Because they might, because oh. if it's a movie or a show, there's going to be a script. So they might actually yeah. put that up there. So okay, I wonder if sometimes <laughs> it doesn't match. Is it because they changed something? Oh. yeah well there are there are jobs like that that exist like people who take time to like scribe um what they're hearing for like interviews and different conversations and whatnot um, same, exactly um and then i think those are also the people I, um who create closed captions i could be wrong we're gonna google oh, that sounds right. you know what that sounds right to me so boom I I, i'm i'm on board <laughs> <laughs> So the start of this film is really interesting. And I've seen a few films from this time period that do really similar stuff with the um, the opening scene and the narrator and then we, you know, meet our main character. Mm-hmm. Um, what was one I watched recently? Have you seen Beyond the Door? Yes, with the yes. woman whose baby is pretty much possessed and she's also possessed so now yeah yeah that movie started out in a similar way and when I watched it I was all I could think about was beyond the door and that opening scene that movie is wild yeah that's that that movie is wild but to be fair I think I saw Suspiria before beyond the door because I feel like I watched beyond the door this year for the first time um sometime this year earlier so I'm like oh okay I'm like okay this definitely looks like I had it, you know, swapped around because I'm like, I saw Suspiria. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, this opening is like Suspiria because I watched it after yeah. the fact. But it starts off like with they choose violence up front, okay? Always. Yeah. And I love it. Um, <laughs> it's rain too. So it's like, you see Susie, she's from America. It's She's in the cab. She has her stuff. You don't even know where she's going. You're just like, it's this girl in the rain. We'll know nothing about girl. And she pulls up to this building and she's in the rain, like, hey, let me in in the call box. And they're like, girl, fuck off. What? <laughs> like, they, they do not let her in. Like, and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what? Isn't that supposed to be like a concierge? Like, if, if y'all know a new student is coming, aren't y'all supposed to ensure? Like, is there like an assigned like check in date and time? Like, this sounds irresponsible, but they don't let her in. So she has to get like back in the cab. Meanwhile, <laughs> she see a girl like running away. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? It's a bitch in the woods? Okay. Um, that's strange. And meanwhile, the lighting is like red. I don't know. Like red, blue. Like it's, I don't know where those lights are coming from, but it's like this reddish, bluish kind of magenta light all over the entire scene. And you see it often throughout like um, dialogue. Lots of red lights, lots of blue lights, lots of color. Um, even the building is colorful itself. Yeah. I think it's like it's like um, uh, like a castle that is just uh, I can't even, I can't even think of the word because um, it's like a pinky red color, isn't it? And it's yeah. kind of like yeah. who would paint it that color? It's very vibrant, um, yeah. and I think it speaks for a lot for uh, for the activity or the type of activity we're later introduced to that's going on inside this building. So it's an active looking building because it's bright. Um, and it's clearly very active inside the building. So yeah, and I the love inside the building, like exactly. And like he was saying earlier, I think it was Jazz that once we get inside of the building, like the way the architecture and the rooms, you both, you guys, you and Kat was uh, talking about it, how the way everything is set up is so nice. Like yeah, 
all the angles, the asymmetry, that was asymmetry, um, the different like colors. It looks like stained glass everywhere. It's really cute. It looks like a building for girls. Yes. <laughs> it's very feminine. It is. It is. Um, and there's a lot of feminine energy in this movie because it's mainly mm-hmm. most of it. You, there's a few men, but not many. Yeah. Um, and one of the men dies anyway, so you know, <laughs> um, it's lots of girly stuff like big vanities, um, prints everywhere, cute like decorative dishes and things like that all over the place. But she leaves the girl who fled, her name is Jan, I believe. Uh, and my homegirl Jan is Pat? running through the woods in the rain. What was that? I think her name is Pat. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, her name is definitely <laughs> Pat. <laughs> oh, who is Jan? I don't know. I don't know who Jan is. I made her up. Uh, <laughs> Pat went to her homegirl house, though. I forgot what her friend's name was. I don't think they even know if they tell us yeah. her friend's name. Pat and friend. Yeah, Pat just comes to her friend's house and, and she's like, girl, something is going on. I ran away from school. Help me, girl. I, and then she's in a room. She, you could tell that she's like really um scared and nervous she feels like somebody's watching her she keeps looking out the window and this scene where she looks out the window and then these yellow eyes look right back at her ass and they're like disembodied there's no face it's just yellow eyes um ruhera witchcraft right here so (laughs) that happens and then a hand smashes through and starts like pushing her face against and through the glass and her friend cannot get in to help her more witchcraft. Um, <laughs> so this figure is like beating the shit out of Pat, like beating her up, stabbing her, th- th- throws her through like the apartment, because they're in an apartment building complex and there's a skylight, throws her through the skylight. She's hanging and the glass from the skylight cuts her friend up. It is a lot. Like the scene yeah. is brutal. Like the musical is like blaring kind of like in the background and the girls are screaming and the glass is shattering. There's a lot happening during this part of the film. Lots of stabbing. Heaps of stabbing. I was actually so surprised at how much violence occurred just so early in the film. And I was like, oh, so this is how it's going to be. Right. Yeah, crazy. No, they, they're not playing with you. And I feel like, mm. okay, they're starting it off with, they chose violence, okay? Both they sure those did. girls are dead and bloody dead. Like, ooh, covered. Like, not like, ooh, we got strangled a little bit. No. Y'all are chopped up. Yeah. Um, and then Susie comes back to the school the next day like, hey, y'all, I tried to come in here last night. She, I don't even think she brings it up. She just comes in there like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Okay. I would have definitely brought it up. I think she did because she said something about um, s- some woman wouldn't let me in. I don't know her name or whatever. Or maybe she was talking about Pat. I'm not too sure. She did talk while she saw a woman fleeing. Yeah. Like, she probably might have been talking about it. But I saw some girl. I don't know. But then the, um, what's her name? Madame Blanc is like, oh, hey, girl. Welcome. You know, first of all, somebody died. I just want to be up front. A student <laughs> oh, ran away. Okay. And somebody <laughs> killed her. Like, Ooh. <laughs> I like how she's like, I like to warn my students. Um, why is this a warning? Like, what? did you have something Red to flag. do with this? What kind of city is are we living in Gotham? What the fuck is this? Red flag. That's a red <laughs> flag right there. She yeah. said that I was and just then- like, oh, it, it's like, did Pat do something and then she got killed? But there's like no context in between about why that's a warning. No, she just goes, you know, I told her not to go out. It's not safe. Some, some, some. And yeah, she had just got expelled. That's crazy. Anyway, here's Miss Tanner, who is <laughs> smiling aggressively, who's really intense. Um, it feels like so like there's a ghost pulling her face up with strings, just literally pulling the strings backwards Ew. as she goes to the school. Cause she's always smiling, even when she's kind of yeah. like, you know, she's pissed. You're like, who? You don't know how to. You, you're a girl who doesn't change her mind. Wow, respect, bye. And I'm like, oh my god, you why are you? It's really unnerving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, Miss Tanner is like the head headmaster lady who comes and makes you dance and stares at you and does all that kind of stuff. But they pretty much tell um, Susie that, girl, we don't have no room for you, so you gonna have to stay with Olga. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, you gonna have to pay her fifty dollars a week. Um, but that should be that shouldn't even be like that. It shouldn't even be like you know that expensive. Whatever, girl, just take it out of the tuition. Bye. What? First of all, what? You, I came from another country. There is no housing, and you're sending me to live with a stranger. What the fuck is going on? It is a, a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> I would be it's like, I'm just gonna take my money and go to fuck back. I'm tired. I'm going back to. I would back there. <laughs> uh, I know when you came to the. You came to the door and someone is screaming at your face, looking terrified, runs off into the woods, and you can't come in on night one. Come on, girl. <laughs> and she's dead. That girl was dead that you saw. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. No, thanks. I like Olga's apartment, though. So. <laughs> it is cute. It's very cute. Um, it's very like art deco. Yes, lots of prints. Um, her hairstyle is cute. Her outfit, she got like a fishnet kind of top on dangly necklaces like and she's on the phone like oh yeah girl i don't have a new girl here whatever um she definitely also wanted her money up front <laughs> she was like excuse me um, what's she's doing with the money i i have no idea because i'm like girl you were already staying here you were already paying for this place <laughs> but i guess i guess whatever i mean get your money um Secure the bag. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't stay there long. Yeah, she don't even stay there long in that cute apartment because her first day, she borrowed some shoes, started dancing and stuff. And then as she's going down the hallway, um, because they was like, oh, we got a space for you. She was like, girl, listen, I'm good at Olga Place. They manipulate her with some Bruhira because they look at her and now she all dizzy. So when she danced, she faints. And then she wake up and they was like, Olga kicked you out. So... Now you live at the pool. I was, I was so pissed. <laughs> Me I and Olga are gonna have to fight. <laughs> it, girl. Like, girl, I gave you rent money. What the fuck? Oh, she got her 50 bucks back, but I was like, why, why did you get kicked out? You didn't do anything. Yeah. I was waiting for yeah. like a fight to happen between Olga and Susie, but nothing happened. And I was like, oh. Maybe they just manipulated her. Oh, yeah. They're just like, you know what? We need her in the building, okay? Um, so she's, they put her on like a strict diet. So at night, they give her like red liquid. Um, we're assuming it's a wine or something. Well, the doctors but... told her that she needs red wine for to, to stop anemia or something. I was like, oh, that's the kind of doctor I need. Uh, well, they're like, yes, I need this red wine three times a day. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I have times where I take my medication. Um, it's 5 p.m. <laughs> um, also, when they first get her in the bed, like, Miss Tanner is pouring water from a yeah. pitcher into her mouth. I'm like, what the fuck? Get her a glass. <laughs> I, I felt so like she was crazy. getting waterboarded. <laughs> Bruh. I'm like, this, like I don't understand. She needs water, but why are we doing like in like three people are they holding her down and shit? Like this is this is excessive. This is <laughs> calling the torture. Yeah, but you know the wine. She be going to sleep. They they be dragging her ass. So now she's here and Sarah in the next room. Sarah was cool with Pat, okay. And Sarah was like, listen, something not right with these witches. Okay, with these girls, there's something going on. They into something crazy. My homegirl, Pat, was acting weird. She left me some notes. I'm going to show you the notes so you can be on the same page with me. Okay, girl? And she's trying to tell her this. She tells her in the pool when she's, like, awake. But then when she's telling her the notes are gone, because that means somebody's on your shit, girl. Yeah, um, they know you're her, to them. Yeah, she's telling um, Susie, oh, the notes are gone, the notes are gone. And Susie is like, girl, I am slizzard off the red wine, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she literally falls asleep on her ass, like, just like, okay, girl, the notes, okay, good night. And then she's like, oh, no. And then somebody comes in the room and she, like, starts dipping out and running. And this chase scene, it, it seems so Before that, um, there's the maggot scene. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Which, this is nasty. Um, I nearly threw up watching this because I just have such an aversion to maggots. Oh. Uh, and I, like, forced myself to watch it, but I was just, like, my skin was crawling, and I was like, ugh, 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 the whole time. You know, they do this in quite a few of, like, the um, Giallo films. Um, like, I'm, City of the Dead also does this. Um, I feel like there's a couple other films that are just like, let's just gross out the, um, let's just gross out the audience. Maggot! Yeah. And when I mean, it's not like, ooh, it's like, a box of maggots. No, it's like a truckload of maggots because the maggots the are ceiling. They're they're fall they're in the attic and falling from the ceiling. I feel like it was rotting food or like spoiled food or something like that. And um, but I'm like they're blowing into people's mouth. Yeah. What'd you say? They're blowing into people's mouths. Uh, oh, <laughs> there there oh. were, and I'm like, girl, they're laying their eyes, and you can tell, like, on some of the cuts where the actors are really trying to bat the maggots out of their eyes <laughs> oh, in God. all these scenes, and people are just like, ah, no, and just, uh, it's just, it adds oh, yeah. to the Oh, uh, so gross. Oh. Sorry, y'all. And oh. that's when they, um, they're, because they all get put into one of the dance studios, and that's where Sarah is telling, um, Susie then about. Sarah, I think. Uh, not about Sarah, about Pat. And just said that, yeah. you know, things were weird, blah, da, 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 da. But yeah. um, they hear the breathing of who is supposedly the school's headmistress, who's meant to be out of town. And that is, um, uh, what's her name? Helena Marcos, Big That's Marcos. Big Marcos. <laughs> um, and then some weird stuff happens after this. And I, because I don't know if I was like reading a text message when this happened, but the blind pianist, Daniel, gets fired. Because apparently okay. his dog bites the uh, nephew of um, the dance teacher, Miss, Miss Blan yeah. Blanco, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah Miss Tanner is the one who's like, listen. You and your badass dog gotta get the fuck out this building. Albert got bit. You can't keep your dog on a leash. You have to leave. And it was really abrupt. So it's not like you missed anything. It just came out of oh, okay. Like It yeah. was like literally they are arguing and saying you have to get the fuck out of here. Um, that it's like he's in the middle of playing and they dancing. Yeah. Like, 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 hey, you're fighting right now, bro. <laughs> But Miss Ten is smiling through the whole thing like a fucking creep. Yeah, she is yelling at him, but still smiling. <laughs> um, and then so he leaves with his dog, mm -hmm. and he's like, y'all are weird, okay? I want y'all to know that. Fuck y'all. And he leaves. But he doesn't just leave harm-free because he's walking with his dog um, at nighttime, and then the dog starts acting all weird and shit. And then the dog, like, he feels someone stalking him, but of course he cannot see. And the dog is barking, and then he's hearing, like, mm -hmm. voices and stuff. And then the dog is like, ha, 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 I'm gonna bite your ass, because witchcraft. Um, and then, like, rips his throat out. I thought this crazy. was also so brutal. But one thing I really noticed is when they were cutting between the dog chewing at his throat and, like, having a bit of a snack, and the building, which had, like, all red lights put up mm -hmm. like the side of it and I was like oh more red heaps of red I like this I really like that they used that as a um what's the word um I was talking about this with one of my students the other day just like a a repetitive feature throughout the whole film mm -hmm. okay. I can't think of that there's an actual word for it I don't <laughs> know I can't think theme. of it I don't know all I can think is theme. Don't have anything yep, else. Let's go with theme. I like Okay. Theme. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, he's dead. Daniel, yep. I think his name is Daniel or something. Yeah. He's dead. He's, he's gone. He's um, yeah. And then of course they hear about that and they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What you're telling me is Pat got killed. Then Daniel got attacked by his dog. This uh, uh it's been like a week here. Like I don't, I don't. I, this is too, this is too damn much. Mm -hmm. So that's so Sarah, of course, is turned up, and that's why she's like, you know what? Um, Pat had all 
the information and then um sarah's like counting steps sitting up listing counting steps to who's going where um so she can figure out where people are going um now susie's trying to stay awake and count the steps she's still you know drinking the wine so she be going to sleep um mm-hmm. but sarah's like girl i'm about to turn up but before she turns up her notes are gone and she gets on the chase scene that seems like a dream and yeah. i she goes through a window but the window goes to another room. It was really weird. Yeah. But, you know, the room is filled with razor wire, which Ugh. who would have that? Just What do you mean? I have a spare room of razor wire at my house. <laughs> you know, just laying out. How do you, how do you use it? <laughs> well, um, you just it, it's got a window that goes into it and you kind of just... Look, it's, I'd have to show you. No. <laughs> okay, okay. No. But she's trapped in It's like there, a so sore moment. Not for you yeah. to be in there. Uh, and she can't get out. And when she gets close to the door, it don't even matter. Because guess what? Somebody's there to slice her throat. Oh. So Sarah dead, too. <laughs> so now three people are dead. Well, four people, actually. And they're all killed really brutally as well. It's like, um, but it doesn't feel like it's out of context or that it's like not meant to be there or that it is done just with the intention of grossing people out. It's done with, it's done artistically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because they do get a good amount of time between each one, it's not like, ooh, back to back randomly yeah. people are just dying it kind of leads to it and these people are kind of doing the same thing like they're kind of investing or getting too close to the secret of what um this dance school is really about um because daniel like when he's leaving he does hint at you know what y'all are some weird ass bitches yeah um and i know y'all being in that weirdo shit now he probably didn't think they were witches no, but he just, he just he was, was like pissed. i don't <laughs> and they was like, that's enough. Okay, baby. We're going to take you out right now. <laughs> You've had enough so, so at this point, she's like, um, Susie is now concerned. She rolls for investigation. And she rolls an eight. It doesn't really do much. Uh, she's like, hey, uh, Sarah's dead. What's going on? Um, what do you mean? Like, what she didn't do. Well, Sarah, they, they tell her that Sarah just left. They didn't even tell her that she's like, yeah, she just left this morning. Sorry, what are you out. talking about? She was in the room with me. With me. What do you mean she just left this morning? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I don't. And then she said something about like secret iris to Madame Blanc, and like the way they lie through their teeth. Like they're like, oh, I don't know what that means. Oh, well, I'm just gonna call the police and tell the police. Well, all right. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what the fuck she's talking about? <laughs> that right. probably put on the spot to get murdered next when she says secret iris mm-hmm. she was talking she was too much like, exactly like, you start oh. talking too much and ask many questions mm-hmm. and this scene next when like Susie's contacting all these people really confused me because i felt like she was just sitting on a bench and turned to one and spoke to them and then just turned around and the other person was there maybe that was just okay so i guess I don't know where they were, but she was talking to, like, the psychiatrist friend of Sarah, and then he's like, hey, there's my friend such and such. I guess they were in the same area. Oh, I don't really know why. (laughs) Let me introduce y'all. Yeah, he knows about witchcraft, which is really convenient. Um, Let me just introduce (laughs) y'all. Yeah, and they just introduce her. She's like, yeah, this is, he literally just informs her on how the coven works. And her um, and Sarah's psychiatrist friend pretty much lets her, her know about how the school was founded and who Helena Marcos is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's supposed to be dead, but she's not dead. She's clearly not dead. <laughs> so she's like, ooh, new information. Let me just go ahead and put that in my notebook and take this back with me. And when she come back, all the kids are gone. Which, damn, now you They've got They've gone yourself. to the ballet. Which sounds yes. really nice. I would have rather have gone to that than try and find this head witch of the coven, to be honest. Right. I would have left like the school. A, that's a safe choice. I mean, leaving the school would be safer, but... <laughs> going to the ballet. I'm like, you know what? It's time to go. 
it's time for me to mind my own business and get out of here. Well, she doesn't mind her own business. She actually goes to the school and is like, I'm going to find out what's going on. And then she starts thinking about the footsteps that Sarah was talking about. And she was like, girl, I'm about to follow these footsteps. And I'm going to go in here and I'm about to see what's going on. So at this point, she's like, she has a suspicion that they're witches, but she doesn't really know. And when she goes into and finds a secret hallway because she finds that little iris and trying to find the doorknob. She goes in there, and they're like, we got to kill that American girl. Like, they are <laughs> plotting to beat your ass right mm-hmm. now. They are having a secret witch meeting about you. And I like the scene then, before this where she gets attacked by the bat. Ooh. And- <laughs> It, that was gross. It, I like that she like, oh, I'll just throw this over the top of it. And I was like, yep, great idea. Just uh, subdue it. It'll leave you alone. No, no. She doesn't, no. She bashes its head in with the fucking stool. And I was like, you didn't have to do that. She said I had to. She said at any mean, by any means necessary. Absolutely. I feel like that. I feel like the bat also may not have been a normal bat. I feel like that bat was under the influence of witchcraft. I was going to say, no, it was a mechanical bat, but... (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm definitely uh, with her killing this bat in particular because it flew. It wasn't like, ooh, you at your homegirl house and this bat just came in the window. No, 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 no. This is a Helena Marcos bat. You need to kill this bat. Um, It did mm -hmm. look really... It did... I just wish you didn't kill it. You know, it was just I mean, brutal. they didn't even have to have that scene. Because <laughs> if nothing happens other than the bat comes in and she kills the bat and that's the, it. That's it. That doesn't mean anything. That's the movie. <laughs> Luckily, it doesn't end on that. Uh, she's like, well, I'm just going to go and explore. Like, well, clearly she ends up and finds out they're trying to kill her. But they, you know, hear her because she's clumsy. She has no stealth. Um, and she's been drugged as well. At yeah, this point. Right. So she'd be kind of mm-hmm. no, uh, what's, um, like motor skills, like your phone, fine motor skills, it'd be all drugged. And yeah, this dude is flimsy. looking for with a lighter. With a lighter? I don't know why he's going through these dark hallways with a lighter. Uh, like, not a torch, a flashlight. It is the 70s. Like, okay. you only have to go, and that lighter's going out, and then you're going to relight it, and then it's just inconvenient. Just a vicious yeah, circle. <laughs> it really is and I just feel like that they could have used better lighting but he's like looking around Paul Bose, I think is looking around this big lurchy looking man looking around with her <laughs> yeah and she slides into a secret door and once she first she finds Sarah who is all fucked up in a the corpse then mm-hmm. she slides into a room and you hear that infamous snoring that you heard when they were all sleeping in the dance studio. So we already know where we at. We were Big Marcos. We in her room. She got a little peacock up here. Got a little, you know, decorations are all over the place. Even her room is like decorated, and there's like this um, canopy over her bed. She has a cool room. Yeah, and she's trying to like be quiet in the room and also avoid pop because she wants to get out of that room because what the fuck? That's scary. But also, Powell's is outside there walking around, so she just knocks something over and then wakes her up. God damn. I was so shook. I was like, no! I'm gonna get you! I just held my breath through that whole scene. I was like, nope, 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 nope. That late, that thing is gonna whatever's in that bed, because you don't see her in the bed. Do It's like a, um, a shadow. Yeah, because she goes invisible or something and um yeah and kind of scares Susie in the room yeah she talks her like ooh because I feel like Susie sees her shadow and when she moved a blanket back nothing's there and she's like oh no but she had like that little um peacock needle in her like her hand she was about to stab her and she's like there's no one here and Helena Marcus was like Yes. Helena Marcos was like, ooh, girl, you Suck thought it. you was going to stab me. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <sighs> and Sarah comes through the door, all fucked up looking. Oh, God. This t- this actually scared me because, like, the she had, like, blood coming from her eyes. Her throat was cut. Like, she was just all kinds of fucked up. I was like, oh, no, that would be so terrifying. 
Yeah, no. I, ooh, she looked she looked crazy. And Helena Marcos also looked crazy. Because yeah. she saw Sarah coming and then the lightning flashed and Susie was able to see the outline of Helena. So she was like, all right, I'm going to stab you anyway. And she just stabs her in the neck. And she becomes visible. Yeah, I guess. Because I'm like, you could have... Also, why in... I mean, okay, I guess. Because that would definitely kill her. But it's the smaller part of the body. So I don't really... I don't know. I would have went for trying to stab her in the face or something. But hey, man. Or I would have stabbed her a bunch of times because now I know where you are. (laughs) I know you're a physical being. But... You know, fuck it. It worked. It worked. She stabbed her through the neck. They could do a zoom in on the needle going through yes. the latexy, skinny, like, ugh. And she's like, Helena Marcos is this old, decrepit woman who is like coughing up blood. Oh, she looks fucking scary. Yeah. Um, they depict her as like the. Have you watched The Pale Door? Yes. yes. Yeah. Like that kind oh. of witch. And I really like that. That That's when they. Use yeah. what witches uh, looked like through folklore rather than, you know, these glamorous beings that we all pretend them to be. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like a monsterish, like our old, like she's just, she looks like she's been here for a long time, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has been here for a long time. It shows. But that needle to the neck was all it took, um, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you're this powerful witch, I thought you you wouldn't be able to do like no kind of protection spell. Like if somebody <laughs> just run up on you and it's with a needle, that that's it. They could just take you out. It's that easy? Well, it is. Um she stabbed her neck. Sarah goes poof. Um, she's screaming. And when she runs past, she sees the witches, they're all, you know, dying because they were feeding off of um Helena Marco's power because she's the supreme, queen supreme of the coven. Um, and you know, Susie gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> She's like, should have done ages ago. <laughs> yeah, it's let me get the fuck out of here. And somehow the building starts to burn. Don't really know how that fire started. Surprise. <laughs> Maybe it's because like it was alive because of Marcos's power. Maybe. Connected to her, I don't know. Inexplicable self com- combustion is that? Uh, yeah. Yep. Self immolation. It just burns yeah. itself. <laughs> so now the building's on fire, and Susie is outside the building. Like I am free. Thank you. Thank you. She's just out of here. Like ooh, girl, I made it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's free to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's it just starts kind of how it is. She, she's like, girl, I'm out of here. I'm done. And it kind of rolls. I feel like it rolls credits after that with the goblin music thing. Like, you know, yeah. volume turning up. It's a very simple ending. I like the point. Yeah. It's a, and the thing is, like, throughout this movie, there's, it is a very short movie when you think about it compared to um, other films in in horror at that time like the exorcist was what two two hours long yeah it was yeah. long it was a long movie and I, I haven't really watched a lot of movies from the 70s oh wait alien is in from the 70s isn't it yeah the alien is like 1979 i believe yeah mm-hmm. and that's a long movie so I'm still, like, learning about Italian cinema, so I don't know if it's popular to have, you know, like, an hour, hour and 20-minute film because it just feels like they just cut the bullshit and was like, all right, let's do this, done. This is this is all we need in this film. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like that for a 20-minute film. Yeah, me too. Any longer than that, and I'm starting to get, like, ah, oh, okay, so writing my to-do list for tomorrow and next week and... Shopping list and who do I need to send a text message to to get coffee with this Saturday? So, (laughs) being able to like put my focus into a film like this is I really appreciate filmmakers being able to do that. I like it. Yeah, I also just don't like extra bullshit unless like I don't mind a two-hour film if the two hours is meaningful. Don't give me a two-hour film when we could have cut twenty-five minutes. Right. Unnecessary filler is very annoying. 
Yeah. And it, like, like I said, unnecessary. It doesn't move the story along. You're just throwing it at us just for the, for the fuck of it. Like, we could have just, you know, stuck to the story. Yeah. I watched um, The Lodge yesterday. Yes. Ooh. I really enjoyed it, but it just felt like some of that was unnecessary filler. Yep. But then I kind of also realized that it was more the cinematography that was the filler, not storyline. Like, um, like extra shots and stuff that I was like, that could have just, you didn't need that. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like zooming out in the snow. Like, look at this yeah. building. <laughs> look at this house. Look, look at, at the road. Look, look at her at looking out house. the window. Yeah. <laughs> but I really but I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I like the lodge a lot. Um, some people do give it some flack because of those shots. They're like, you know, it's kind of long, kind of drags in some spots, but still pretty fucking good i like yeah. it still i just yeah. i need to rewatch it because i'm still trying to work out what it's all about is it like the uh grace is having a mental breakdown and all these like is it um like a psychological thing where she's remembering like having flashbacks to things that she en- endured and now she's reenacting them I feel like it is psychological, but I also realize, like, you know, we don't really know, but all, because the kids, all we know is the kids are fucking with her, but yeah. they make her snap because they also take her medicine and we don't know what her medicine is for. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, is it so her, like, she yeah. Like, does she like, like, what, do, what does she have about, like, does she live in like bipolar disorder? Like, what, what is, like, what does she take? Because it, what if it's more than one thing and they're exactly. throwing her off balance and they're putting her through high stress and not, she's not eating and it's cold. They're doing a lot. They're doing a lot. But you know, um, the moral of that story is fuck them kids. Um, they, okay. I don't feel bad for them. Nobody should feel sorry for the shit they did because it was, nope. I understand grief, but girl, it was not that deep. Also, they caused this situation for themselves, and we already know the real person we should be pointing our fingers at who got their comeuppance is their dad. He yes. is the he all. The dad set this all in motion. Because Why he did he leave his the kids with a, he, he left his kids with a stranger. What? Yes! They don't even know her. He, 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 first of all, he left his family for a stranger, so also it's someone else's stranger. <laughs> But also was his a pay or someone who was like the focus of his studies, which is also weird and like obsessive and controlling. So that's a whole nother thing on there. And you already knew she was someone that was potentially vulnerable. Abusive. And you decided to enter exactly enter into a relationship with her. Trash. And then you brought your poor family into it who was still grieving. Mm. What? No. The dad is trash. Yeah. He is. Throw him away. He can go. There's so many what? movies where I'm just like, I hate the dad in this movie. He's an absolute, he's just trash. Yeah, just, he is so inconsiderate. Um, and the kids, like I said, they take the joke too far. So, yeah. But I mean, the kids are still grieving and processing everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's only been six months since mm-hmm. their, their mum took her own life. And it's just like, okay, do you really think your kids aren't going to fuck with this woman? Right, but also if you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. So you decided, like, I feel for the kids to a certain extent, but also, like, you have to know when to pull the plug. And one of you are are still about to be of almost adult age. Is that how the perception was? I have air quotes up because we know how that conversation around brain development goes. So you're taking it too far. And I absolutely do not. I don't agree with what happened to them or to what the what happened to them up to a certain point because you know we don't really know what happened but we could fill in the blanks here um but you should have just not you should have not and i'm so sorry this happened to you this your fault yeah i that movie took a turn i was not expecting at all especially the scene where there's the stairs and he's hanging from the stairs and she like thinks he's dead and i'm just like how is he not dead I don't understand. Movie magic. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, maybe she's hallucinating and this is just a part of the psychosis that she's experiencing. And maybe, you know, this is the point where everything is going too far for her. 
kind of thing. So I was like, oh, but it is a beautiful film. It is, um, it's very well done. I really enjoyed it. It is. It is. Um, what is, uh, what's the last horror film uh, either of you watched? I recently just watched um, See No Evil. Okay. <laughs> but before that, like, okay. I watched Teresa, Teresa's, and then I watched See No Evil. I don't know why I watched them like that. I, I, it, they were both on HBO Max, that's why. And Teresa's was good. It's a good time. Um, a little while, but also See No Evil was far more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But the music was a choice. Like, that music was really like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, ooh, it took me out of the film a little bit. But outside of that, the kills were kind of fun. Yeah, I haven't watched that for ages. It was my first, I feel like I've seen it before, but I don't remember, I didn't remember what happened. So I just pretend I didn't see it again. So I'm like, let me just watch it like I'm watching it for the first time. It was I wild. <laughs> I've it been um, trying to catch up on, I have like a pledge list of movies and so mm -hmm. many of them are classics that I haven't watched yet. And I, I keep on just watching um, Crime Investigation Channel instead. <laughs> and I was like, I have so much time. I can do all the things. So The Lodge is the, yeah, the one that I really sat down and was like, okay, I've got to watch this. Need to get this watched. Yeah, it was a good time. I recently, um, I, first of all, I love random crime shows. You, you find yourself like, oh, I find myself like secretly getting like, not secretly, but like getting sucked into them really quickly. Yeah. Um, you thought you were watching one episode and next thing you know, you're about like five episodes in. You're like, how did this happen? Oops, <laughs> how, it's 3 a.m. Right. Like, how long have I been sitting here? What's going on? Um, I saw The Lingering. And that was interesting. Um, okay. It's one of the newer movies that's on Shudder. Um, I don't know if it's on Shudder here yet. Okay. It might be coming. Um, yeah. It just hit it within the last month. So it's probably on the way. Okay. Um, but it's a Korean film. It was good. I, I, I'm still like working out my feelings about it, actually. Like some, I, it definitely, they had some scares in it. I jumped, I was like, ooh, the story was moving along, but there were also some parts I was just like, oh, okay, um, all right. So I don't know, but, but it's, it's worth the, I felt like it was worth the watch, at least to have the discussion. Okay, yeah. It's not on, I just checked, it's not on ours yet. It might, Fiddlesticks. Um, it might be, <laughs> Fiddlesticks, I love that. <laughs> um, it just might take a while to get classified here. So sometimes it might even get refused classification, which means they won't put it on any streaming service here. So it just depends what our classification okay. um, requirements are. And our, our classification is pretty good when it comes to movies, video games. Like we almost had GTA 5 banned here. So oh. yeah, because of drug use. And I was just like, seriously, like... All right, so they had to like remove all the scenes with drug use in it. So okay. yeah, it oh, benefits from drug use or something like that. Like you can't have- That's the whole that game. Pardon? That's the whole game. <laughs> you, you take drugs, you benefit, you, you go out and do stuff. Like, but uh, yeah, Australian classification is still evolving. Um, because I think we're still back in like the 90s when they're like, okay, video games cause violence and drug addiction. Ah, okay. That's where we're um, at at the moment. So <laughs> it's good fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think we're, we've talked about our movie. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about what horror we watched recently. Do you have any recommendations for people over the holidays? Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So first of all, uh, we have a holiday horror uh, episode where it's just all holiday horror movies. Mm -hmm. um, general, we have a part one and part two. So if you, there are all these fun movies like um, definitely a Christmas horror story is a good time that's on Shutter. Um, 
if you want to check out a cadaver christmas that's on tubi um that was a good time pilgrim, christmas evil christmas evil oh yes, i watched pilgrim i loved that pilgrim or who? Uh, mm-hmm. it's good it's it was good it was bloodier than i thought it was going to be yes <laughs> i was not expecting that at all i was like oh oh okay this is uh yeah. this is where we're at Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that those are worth checking out. Better Watch Out was disturbing as fuck. Um, I think that's worth checking out as well for the holidays. But movies that in general, like Hell House LLC, always check yes. that out. Always. One, two, and three. Um, Clown, I believe, is on Tubi uh. from like 2014. Really fucked up, but really awesome. Um, Terrifier. Yes. Yeah, Terrifier. I need to watch that. Yeah. Um, Tourist Trap from the 80s, I believe. Yes. Wasn't, yeah, from the 80s. Maybe pieces. Yeah, Pieces is a good time. Uh, the Burning. Just, you know, pull up on some good slasher films. Just watch some people get murdered. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that... You know, I like to see people die a few times. Yeah. I like slashers because they're not that scary. And it's like, oh, I can just sit here and enjoy the film because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I like them because they're, like, energetic. They're fun. Yeah. They're like the cardio of the horror genre. <laughs> they're like, woo, we're doing stuff. Lots of running, screaming, um, some one-liners, different weapons. Um, you know, the weightlifting is like the psychological horror. We're going to build Ooh, these yeah. characters yeah. and give you, like, stress. Because um, you get those mental are, gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah, just pull up on these movies. They're a good time. Um, Tubi has a big horror selection. They are so. so good. Yeah. I'm so surprised at, like, just that I could even access it here. I was like, yes, because we can't get Hulu. Um, there are a few others that we can't get. And oh, obviously our Netflix catalog is different to yours because of, like, streaming exclusivity rights to different services mm-hmm. here. It's so stupid. Um, so I have about, I have one, two, three, I have four different streaming services or maybe five (laughs) just so I can watch any horror movie that I want to watch at any time. We might be twins because regardless (laughs) of how many things we do have, I too have a large plethora of streaming services because I like options. And just because we have Hulu, Hulu's really like the pandemic has really like throwing a wrench in everything. Hulu used to give yeah. you at least a horror movie a month with the Into the Dark series, and I can't even tell you the last time they had... They, like, they came out with, like, three like movies. Back- yeah, oh, but that... But, mm, okay. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, yeah, I have a Roku, and Roku, they ha- I have more than five. I have, like, a lot. Because Roku has these random-ass channels. It's like random sci-fi yeah. movies. Random, like, just random movies. So if I want to watch a movie from the 1940s, I can. So I have, like, a good 10 to 15 different wow. um, <laughs> apps. And then, of course, YouTube has random short films. I really like short films. Yeah, um, my grandma so watches tapes on hers. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, let me just pull up with this YouTube and watch these shorts um, so I can just tap into horror for 15 to 20 minutes real quick instead of an hour and a half. Yeah, I definitely, over, like, since the pandemic, have needed more horror in my life as an escapism thing. I just, I'm not one of those people that if I need to escape will sit and put, like, a comedy on. I'm, no. I'm really hard to please when it comes to comedy. <laughs> Me too. My laugh box is actually broken. I don't. Um, everybody's like, that was funny. And I was like, wait. Nah. When? Yep. <laughs> please well, explain like, the joke to me because I was like, I don't know. Yeah. My partner, he knows whenever I go to his house just to put a horror movie on or a sci-fi. Otherwise, I'm just not going to enjoy the film. There we go. It's, I Smart. can't do comedy. It's boring. Yeah, and I hate romance films because I'm like, you know, I like seeing people in love. That's nice, but I don't want to watch their personal story for two hours. No, <laughs> fair. I can't even remember the last love story I watched. I think it was maybe an. I can't even remember the name of the actress, but she is she 
becomes the carer of a of a quadriplegic. <sighs> it's, in, it's an English film, but that was it. That was the last one. I bawled my eyes out, and that's enough for me. There you go. Done. I don't want to cry. Is that no? I've got enough of that going on in my life without a movie making me do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I real life is enough. Yeah, I can't have the time. I don't have time to invest. Uh, and then I kind of also want to like know more about their life story after that. And it's just becomes this really unrealistic obsession that I get. So if I do horror films and the person dies, then that's it. Done. And they usually do. So it's yeah. the time. Like, oh, you I don't, well, oh, too bad. I don't need to know the rest. <laughs> we saw enough. <laughs> All right. So thank you to both of you for joining me today to talk about Suspiria. I really loved this film and I think I might actually rewatch it today. So, um, yeah. yeah. And then maybe watch the remake afterwards because that's got Chloe, I can't ever say her last name, Chloe Mor Moretz. I, I know exactly. Yeah, I struggle as well. Yeah, it's too many words that don't look like too many letters that don't look like they should be next to each other, next to each other. So, <laughs> um, so uh, where can we find you on social media and the internet? Yeah, you can find us at well. First, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Girl That's Scary. Um, you can also pull up on our website, uh, com, and that pretty much has links to everything, like what our, where you can find us on social media, our email, um, which is also grltspod at gmail.com. And it's got a link to our Patreon. So if you awesome. want to get more like exclusive information and stuff and content, you can pull up there. And we love it. It's great. Thank you so much. And thank you for having us. No, yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so don't forget you can find TGF on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TGIFpod. And that's it. You've been listening to TGIF. Until next time. <laughs>